Hello and welcome back to the Butt Pie Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver, and today we are once again joined with Jack. How are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Well, especially after the past Easter weekend, it's been fantastic in terms of a, uh, a Preston North End fan and positive news and in real life as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been a nice, nice long bank holiday weekend. I've very much enjoyed it. Um, do you get up to much over the weekend besides watching North End? Um, I mean, after the QPR game, I went out drinking and didn't get home to about like what? I think I <laughs> sleep until about nine a.m. Saturday morning. But yeah, no, other than uh, that, no, I didn't really get up to much. But um, just waiting, just waiting for Monday to come around, which uh, obviously was very good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fantastic, and I remember the previous podcast where. I think we both predicted a win against QPR, and it was it was quite comfortable actually. Um, the second Tom Cannon, Tom Cannon, not Tom Cannigan, uh, Tom Cannon, uh, slot the first one. I always thought he'd go on, he'd go on to win, and you know he's deadly in front of goal, isn't he? Uh, Tom Cannon, you know when he gets a second chance. I, I personally thought, you know what, it's offside, but I'm not sure if Parrot actually touches, you know, the second one going through. I think he just dummies it completely. He goes straight through Cannon and, you know... Does he not play it through? I thought he plays it through, to be honest, but... I'm yeah, not no. sure, because if he plays it through, is Cannon not offside? I don't know. Either way, it's a fucking goal, so I don't care. Yeah, well, well it's in the past now. and Yeah, I mean, I don't think there was any doubt in my mind when I saw Cannon running through one-on-one where, where the ball was going to end up, and, you know, it's emphatic, isn't it, really? And he's... Mm-hmm. He, he's he's really stepped up to the plate this season, obviously, especially in the last couple of games. He's on red hot form, and to be fair, it doesn't look like missing. And I, I know, I know he, um, I know he's knocked one wide against QPR uh, against Reading in the first half, where he just dragged it a tiny bit wide. But you know, the, he's finishing the second half to put us one nil up. I mean, he slowed the ball down and he's emphatically finished it, and you know. I'm saying the word emphatically enough, uh, quite a bit, but truth to be told, yeah. he's an emphatic striker. That's the end of the, that's the end of the line. There's only there's only one word to call him: clinical. Um, I'm trying to think: clinical, deadly, um, deadly. Yeah, but I, I think emphatic's a fantastic word for Tom Cannon, and you know, emphatic. Or, yeah. Albeit, um, we're talk, we're talking probably about next season coming up and. In a bit of time, I mean, if it does turn out to be uh, that we stay in the championship, I'm I'm unsure if Tom Cannon may may be here next season because, well, I mean, scores goals. Personally, the fact that you just said if we're in the pre- if we're in the championship next season, that's that's the um well the key phrase there. That's the key phrase there. He's well, always I mean, starting to believe. Well, well, let's not beat around the bush here, Jack. You know we're um, we're only outside of the playoffs on a couple of points, uh, not a couple of points, a couple of uh, goals. So realistically, and I'm not one to be ever so positive, and every time I am positive, it usually bites me on the arse. So I might I might go and not with stay me. Quiet not with me. Predicted wins for both games, and I got them. Well. You know, but let, let's let, let's have a positive overlook onto it. Um, I reckon we'll get playoffs. 
someone's believing. This is the first time in a long time, you know, we, we, we've just got it. Like, we've just gained the form and we've got it at the right moment. You know, the season's not been the best. Let's not beat around the bush there. Um, the season's oh, okay. been to and fro. And, you know, uh, we've mentioned it before, you know, with the Wigan, the Wigan game, half-time, we're 1-0 down. I thought Lowe was going to go if we'd lost that game. And since then, mm-hmm. completely turned it around. I think we've gone... You know, one defeat in like eleven now, which is baffling to me because we've won six alongside that. So mm-hmm. we're in fantastic form, and we've hit it at mm-hmm. the perfect moment. You know, we've got a goal scorer up top scoring the goals. You know, Josh Onimer's come in past two games. Looks a top top player, doesn't he? You know, you can't get mm-hmm. the ball off him. Gives us something different. DJ's mm-hmm. at the top of his game. Wyman's mm-hmm. controlling the game. Defensive look, mm-hmm. defense looks solid. Hughes controlling the back line. Woodman, yet again, pulling off a couple of good saves. He looks good with his distribution. Brad Potts turning into the reincarnation of Cafu <laughs> over the past two games. You know, especially <laughs> against Blackpool and now scoring a last-minute header. Albeit, I'm not sure how much he'll have of his uh, neck left after Ryan Ledson clotheslined him. <laughs> uh, but... But yeah, I mean, we look fantastic. Alvaro's in tip-top form. Every everyone's in form, and you know, it's looking really positive. And it's weird for me to say this because I never thought I'd get round to this stage of the season. Because usually, Peter's off in March. We always do. But this exactly. year could be our year, and then you know, you get into playoffs, and that's another story. That's another podcast for a time. But it's only three games. You know, we we come up against someone like Luton potentially and we probably skip out against Borough because, you know, Borough are a fantastic side and I fully expect them to win the playoffs. But if 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 you don't if you don't play against Borough in the first two legs in the playoffs, and then you're obviously most likely gonna play them in the playoff final. <laughs> so a game of ninety minutes, you know, and anything can happen. There's, um there's, so I have to say though. I mean, one of the questions we did get on Twitter was from Sam Jane at Samanth95166526. I hope that's not your phone number because, uh, you know, you just leaked it now or you've just leaked it yourself, you know. Okay, I don't know why I'm making a joke there. But anyway, she says, uh, playoffs, can we do it? And you've pretty much answered it there for, for you anyway. Yeah. Um, we, we can, if you want my perspective, we can, we can do it. We can do it. And you know what? I'm I'm I I feel like in the butter pie is, podcast in the butter pie the podcast, is, I am the win. optimistic one. Yeah, I am we'll, the optimistic we'll one. We can, we can, but will we? I think we will. I think we just might sneak in. I think just that's baffling to say. It is baffling to it'll say. It'll be it'll be butt clenching stuff about how close it will be. But I just think we. Have the momentum with us. I think we're hitting the form at the right time. I, I just don't feel like. I, I don't know. I just don't. No one's putting in a bad performance at the minute. I don't see where the bad performance think, is going to come from. I mean, obviously, I defensively, we. I thought defensively we looked solid against Reading, despite the fucking disallowed goal. Sorry, I swore. Despite the disallowed goal and the goal we conceded, which, by the way, were absolute flukes. Absolute fluke. That 
I don't know how. I mean, that is some prime Stoke City stuff they scored there. That Guinness Walker throw into um, who we're just going to call Kelvin for now, uh, up to his head, and it looped over Freddie Woodman. It was an own goal, weren't it? Was it an own goal? I'm pretty sure it was giving us that. Uh, well, he, he was claiming. I know he's claiming, but I think he came off Lindsay's head. I just think we look so good in possession, and I think the next argument will be from people on Twitter. It's it's the it it's it's against teams that we should be beating, and it's like, but these are teams that we always drop points against. How many people were were saying that they're gonna that they fully expect us to get beat by Reading because they're our bogey team? They always oh, come away from Deepdale with something. We've done the double over them this season. I think people forget that. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, okay, we haven't played the greatest of teams, but it's like teams, like, you've got to think about this, the context of the season as well. This is Reading we're playing. This is Blackpool we're playing, right? Rotherham, teams that are fighting to stay up, they're going to give 100% more. Blackpool gave 100% less, but, you know... The team's fighting to stay in the league. They're going to make it tough for us. And we've got something to play for. And they're going to relish in trying to stop that. And the fact we're coming away with the wins and points is is ridiculous. It's mad. And I don't think people expect... I don't think people would have expected this. No. And at the end of the day, you can only beat what's in front of you. So we we can't can't be feeling all, all a bit Debbie Downer. Um, we can't be, yeah. especially you know when we've won, we've only lost one in practically I think it's 11, 10, 11 games. So you know we're in fantastic 11. form, and we're yeah, we're fantastic we, form. we drew with Luton, we drew with Coventry, we drew with Watford. You know, yeah, okay, we lost to Middlesbrough, but then again, I think the Middlesbrough game we just gave them a bit too much respect. We just sort of crawled over. It's like it's like yeah, that, that game I mean, was like the, that game was like the Burnley game for me. We just yeah, gave we just I, I, gave him too much respect. I suppose I like... so. I mean, yeah, it's, they're they're a fantastic side, and obviously we're with Cameron Archer and stuff. And I think we're anticipating them to just come and absolutely brails, which they did in the end up. But I mean, as you mentioned, we probably gave them a bit too much respect. And as a recent, you know. Since then, we've we've decided to play our own style of football. And fair play to Ryan Lowe, you know, he's instead of sticking, you know, potentially Ryan Ledson in alongside Ben Whiteman and DJ, he's stuck, you know, Whiteman to play as a bit of a playmaker and then have DJ Anonima, which gives us a bit more attacking prowess in the middle of the park. You know, Cannon's been on red hot form recently, and you know, Potts has really come into his own, as we've just mentioned before. So Fair play to Ryan Lowe for, you know, uh, sticking to his guns and wanting to go attacking. So, you know, I I noticed something um, Yeah, yeah, I I noticed something from uh, Tom Sandals, and this is not a total, because it's a good point by Tom Sandals, because you may may look at it and think, hmm, yeah, he's got a point, and, you know, but for me, um, what what he was saying, he was like, would we put Ledson into the middle of the park? You know, potentially, because coming out from the den with one point, um, you know, it's not a bad result. And I, and I agree, it's not a bad result coming out for a point. But the way that we have been playing, especially with Whiteman, Onama and Johnson, you know, changing a winning formula w- w- would be 
you know, why, why would you do it? You, you just wouldn't. And I mean, it's not our problem to be worried. It's not our problem to be worried about Millwall. It's not. I'm not saying Millwall's not a good side, but we're we're potentially far from saying where we are way, in, in, in the form of our form, form of the season. We've been fantastic. So you know, it's Millwall's job to be worried about us. And you know, we're going there with potentially one of the best um, away records in the league. Uh, people, which people forget, that forget as well. about. And, yeah, exactly. And you know, I reckon we'll go there and do a job. And you know, if, my, if we have the midfielder DJ Whiteman, we're right there. Here's my thoughts on it, right? Because at the end of the day, if you if people want to put Ledson in, you know, to try and counteract like the sort of physicality and like, you know, the sort of stubbornness of like, you know, of like Millwall, it's like don't we shouldn't be matching Millwall. We have to go there and, you know, match them physically, but also give them something to worry about. Josh Onama, how physical is he? That man is a brute. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a fantastic. good turn of pace. He's very good at, again, his, his ball carrying. It's unbelievable. For the red, for the first goal, for Cannon's goal, he brought it, he brought it forward. He won the ball. The fucking defenders, absolutely, I'm sorry for swearing, but he's pulling his shirt and he's still absolutely having him on toast and putting it to Alvaro. He, he links up very he's well rolling. with Alvaro, by the way. Links up very well with him. I think yeah. we can't drop on him up. We can't drop DJ. And I don't think we should drop Whiteman at all. Whiteman, Whiteman is a staple in this team. Regardless, but we shouldn't drop DJ or Onomat. We need to go there no, with an intent to attack and have someone who will match them physically, like Onomat, who will bully their foot. I'm going to stop swearing now. Who will bully their midfield and their defence. And we just got to go there, go there and do a job on them. We should be going into this game very confident of getting a result. We've got one of the best away, away records in the league. We are in very good form. The momentum's on our side. I think we might have enough. Millwall will be absolutely worrying because they are see because the because what was basically guaranteed not guaranteed but all but in the playoffs a few a few games ago all of a sudden they look like they might you know it's gonna you know slip out their hands. So that's the wire, yeah. I I think what surprised me most is like. He's us hitting the form now because usually we peter off at the end of the season, but it's been it's been a bit of vice versa this season where we've you know petered off during the season, just you know winning, losing, being inconsistent. We've hit consistency at the perfect time, and yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I expect us to go do a job. You mentioned Onoma there, um, you know, the, the first episode. Back, uh, you mentioned you know you'd give him a deal, and that was before he even started the game. And you know, he, he's completely changed this midfield. You know, uh, as you mentioned there, he's he's, he's rolled the player. He's rolled um, McIntyre. Is at Reading, who's to be fair, he's not he, he's not a weak lad. Let's let's not be around there. So he, he's rolled him. He's used his physicality, and you know he's got us a goal from it. So Onoma's definitely one of those, and he's definitely. I mean. He's here to prove himself, and he's proven himself as a fantastic talent. And, you know, obviously, I'll, I'll be looking to get him tied down, especially if we're in the Championship next season. And to be fair, I'm not, I'm not going to say that because that sounds, 
you know, we're, we're only in seventh place. That might sound like I'm a bit too far up my own arse by saying, you know, potentially Premier League. But, you know, um, and I've just seen a notification um, by p that we've sold out the game against my wall. Um, so they're going to a f- fully well sold out everyone. away end. Have well you know, done what, what, to every what, what, ticket. What, what, what more can, you know, they ask for as a club? You know, we're backing them, we're supporting them all the way down to London. They've given us something to believe in. Everyone's and playing I their think part. Saying, uh, I think they're saying on the... Um, on this banner that I saw at the weekend is, you know, this great old club keep us believing. And they are. And, and the one way to keep us believing is, you know, sticking to our roots with what we've been doing in the past couple of games, going attacking, go and win the game. You go to Millwall mm-hmm. and you go win that game and wow. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be lost for words realistically, but you go and win against Someone Millwall. Three and, points clear of Millwall going into the final four games of the season. And we have Swansea away next, even though that will be a tougher... Will that be a tougher game? I think I think it'll be more of a tactical... Mm, I think these are two very good tactical battles. If we beat if we beat Millwall, it's going to happen, isn't it? It just is. It if is. We've got to give Millwall the respect. They are. They can score yeah. goals. Yeah. Tom Bradshaw, by the way. Where, where on earth has he come from with this form? And then Zion Fleming as Leon well. He's Fleming. a fantastic player. Didn't he score a hat trick at Deepdale? He did. I think he did. He was yeah, one of the best players. So, so we, we just got we just got to keep him contained. And yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm guessing that's why Tom Sanders is probably thinking, you know, do we put lead in him? But I think Wyman I mean, can I, do I that job. Wouldn't. I'd, I'd, I'd go for it. I'd completely um, shut out and counter press them to within a. <laughs> Within an inch of their life, just counter press and you know maintain the ball again. So it's it's going to be a we're tough making... game against Millwall. And, I think. I mean, can I just say well, one thing about the QPR game? Not the QPR. Well, it goes to the QPR game as well as the um, Reading game. Is the way we're making very good use of the width as well to create chances. Yeah. Like the way that Alvaro comes in, Brad Potts is coming in. Brady came in when he. When he came on, you know, make, creating chances from there. The amount of times we could have easily just squared the ball and scored, but obviously the defense was there. Like we, we are making very good chances from the width as well as centrally. Um, you know, I think we'll, you know, it will give Millwall a lot to worry about. But then again, Millwall are a very solid defensive team. They're kind of known for that, but yeah. they're, they're um, also a team that can score goals. So we need to be very, we need yeah. to be very wary that. We don't get caught up too high up the pitch, you know, with uh, a lack of numbers, you know, at the back, you know, everyone, mm-hmm. you know, if everyone's committing forward, can't get caught too short at the back. But we got to go there and go for it because if yeah. they get a win, I want, I want nothing more than a win. I think a win will be absolute, will be a statement. It will be a bigger statement than those two, than the, the three previous wins. By the way, that'll make it four wins in a row. <laughs> Why? It, it kind of reminds me of like the run <laughs> that we kind of went on in the two thousand and eight oh nine season when we won the last four to get into the playoffs. But anyway, if we just w- beat Millwall, it's getting, it's getting to the stage now, Jack, where each game that we're winning and going on to the next game, the next game's the biggest game, and you it's get more, more nervous. It's cup finals. You get more nervous for the next game and the next game. And it's an incredible feeling. 
Because usually it's we're incredible sat here to feel March like this. Going, Usually we're sat here by March going, Jesus, can can the season end already? We need we need a we need a fire sale in summer. You know, <laughs> season's ending, we're probably like fifteenth. Just get it over and done with. We're not going down, but we're not going up. So to have a feeling yeah. like, yeah, we've got something to play for, we, you know, we could actually scrape our way into the playoffs and then, you know, anyone anything can happen. So yeah. I, I, th- I think I think I think that's that question answered. We can make the playoffs. Thank you, Whether Sam Jones. Is is it remaining to be remaining to be seen? But I'm optimistic now. I'm optimistic. <laughs> um, should we do some more Twitter questions whilst we're here? No, let's do some more questions. questions let's do some more. Yeah. Um. Okay. First one from Jay or at Jaden five oh five. Uh. You know. Good follower of ours. Uh, what pub we all going to in London? <laughs> Wembley for the, for the final. For the final, by the way, I may add. For the final. <laughs> oh well. I don't know any pubs well, in London. Wembley Sta- I'm being I, honest. I know Wembley Stadium's. Yeah, well, I know Wembley Stadium's prices. I, I, I went there uh, for NFL UK. That's it. I went. I went there recently for NFL UK. And I swear a hot dog was like nine pound fifty. So we're not we're not drinking in Wembley. Um so we'd have to find out. I mean I might be looking for the torch torch and the Wembley Tavern. Well, there you go. I mean I I might be looking for hotels near um... You decide. Jaden, you decide where we go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Jaden needs to decide a hotel as well, a decent hotel near Wembley actually for May the twenty second. So Everything's on Jaden, so uh, everything's every, on Jaden. Jaden is the, the party organizer. Yeah, yeah. All listeners to book my podcast. Jaden's got to be sorting it out for us, so no worries. <laughs> uh, bit of a different question uh, mm-hmm. from Oscar at Oscar one two six five two one seven zero, a Tottenham fan. Who's your dream signing for PNE? Think about the think about the playoff money. <laughs> Dream, dream signing. Well, I mean, I'm I mean, I mean Lionel Messi, but you know that, that's never going to happen in a month of Sundays. Um, dream signing. I, t- I tell you what. Well, Alex Ferguson. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it on a low here. We're going to keep it as a dream, a dream signing that that is feasible. And we will be in the championship next season because let's not go overboard at the moment. If we beat Millwall, mm. I probably will go overboard. But let's let's remain on let let's remain on solid ground here. So, for you, what is feasible and your dream signing come summer? Simon Mackinock. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'll go. Um... Ah. If you had asked me this in January, I said Daniel Barlazer, but um, yeah, uh, we got Josh Adam now. We don't need him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, sh- fucking hell! Um, swear again, bloody hell! I think, think I've got one. I think it would be Tom Cannon. Will he come back though? Because he's on red out form. I mean, I mean, you can give it Tom Cannon. I'm probably going to sway away from Tom Cannon because I don't think he he'll come back if we are in championship. I mean, I'd love him to, but you know, yeah, I'm unsure too. with the firepower he's on, and obviously Everton not doing so well. They might end up coming down, so he might end up playing against Tom Cannon next season. Um, 
Adam Armstrong from uh, okay. Southampton. I reckon we, I reckon we relight the flame. You know, proven goal scorer at our level, albeit with Rovers. Um, I think yeah. Rovers are going to be happy. Uh, uh, proven goal scorer um, is exactly what we need. Come summertime, obviously we can. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Evans. Uh, um, and then obviously you've got Parrot going back, so he only leaves us with, you know, one striker in Emil Reese who's coming back from an ACL injury. So. Yeah, Adam Armstrong, I reckon, you know, if if feasible and managed to get a wager, that'd probably be my dream signing because prove a goal scorer at this level. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then I'll try and stray away from Tom Cannon then and I'll go... Um... No, you can stay with Tom Cannon because it is feasible. Yeah. It is feasible. feasible. If Everton stay up next season, it is feasible. But it's just... No. Whether or not Everton stay up, we go up, they come down, we stay down. It's just what I was. Um, so, yeah. Right, we're running out of time, apparently. Uh, we've got 10 minutes left of this recording, but, you know, even more of the podcast, don't worry, because we'll set up another meeting. Um, a question from Dominic Campbell at Domis Money. Uh, anything that should change in the starting lineup ahead of Millwall, personally? Nope, nothing should change. No, no, I think I think we've answered that question that really, uh, Dom. Um, I think, um, I, think yeah. I should have mentioned yeah. that before. I, 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 yeah, I mean, Parrot going up against his old side, he might get a few boos. I, I, I very much doubt it. Um, yeah, I reckon we stick with the same side. Alvaro to bring you know the pace and energy. You know, yeah, for me, synonymous start as well. I know he's only played two games, but. He's an influential character in this midfield, and uh, albeit uh, I'm not one to be negative, but when, but, but when what, what? Did you say someone's playing against their old club? Parrot. Oh yeah, he's he on did, he? Oh, Forgot about that. <laughs> um, so, and this is not me digging out anyone, but you know, obviously when Josh Oliver came off and Ben Woodburn came on, you know. I feel like we 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 lost a bit of you know we lost we lost that bit of I'm I'm not sure how to word it. It just felt like the midfield fell it kind of just fell apart in a way. Um, it it wasn't the same and it wasn't ticking as good as it well uh, as it was with Honor on the pitch. And you know that's not me digging out Ben Woodburn, but I mean I think it probably shows how good Josh Honor is as a player. He's able to, you know, fill the position that, you know, was being exploited. So, okay. yeah, on a match to start, and you, you probably stick with the same team. Um, I would, personally. I mean, if there's any, obviously, if there's any injuries, you, you look to the best next party. I'm not sure Whether how long Brown's we... out for. Maybe. Mm, I may have a change in mind. Hmm. Do we Brady? try to be the most of set pieces and you and swap Var, Alvaro for Brady for a bit of set piece of uh, for a bit of set piece, you know, sort of. You aren't Ben Whiteman for that, no, surely. Maybe for the right hand it, side. It depends. I mean, Brady Brady's a a, a great player, so it, it depends how he wants to go about it. I know for a bit of aerial presence, you know, obviously you've got Parrot and Cannon. 
Uh, Cannon obviously scored a header, but you've got massive centre halves. Uh, Millwall, mm. you know, you've got Jake Cooper, who's like six six, uh, and he's got a bit of pace around him. So I, I'd probably stick with Alvaro, but I, I do understand your ideas with Brady. You know, obviously he swung mm. the corner in for uh, Brad Potts' okay. goal. So yeah. I do understand it, but for me, I'd stick with Alvaro personally. Okay, next question. More. Next question is uh, from Keith Peony One, uh, also known as uh, my dad. <laughs> question is: If we don't make the playoffs, how many fans will be unhappy? The quality of football has changed massively, as Ryan Lowe said. It would be it would give it would be giving us an entertaining end of the season running. Surely most fans would be happy with that after recent games. You will get yeah a lot I mean, of this fan base. I, I have to... Yeah, I have to agree, Keith. I do have to agree with you. Yeah. Um, personally, I mean, I, I can't really have any um, any negative any negative words to say if we don't manage to make the playoffs because you know, all albeit of trying, we've we've made a proper run for it come the end. You know, yeah, we probably could have been more consistent throughout the season, but we've we've set a light at the right time, so. For me, you could probably look at it as a positive and potentially it's a learning curve for Ryan Lowe where he can see, you know, next season, especially, you know, all season in you, you, play, you, play, you play like this, how, how you've been doing, you know, look what's happened. So, you know, it's probably a learning curve for the club, especially, even if we don't mm-hmm. manage to make it in, um, that we can only get better and better. And, you know, I, re- I reckon... There's nothing that we can really say anything negative about that at all. Um, but yeah, go on, Jack. I know, I know, I interrupted you before. So yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think we know my thoughts on certain people in this fan base. Those same names, I think, will moan and they'll think they're right again. They'll think there are, you know, the profit of, you know, the profits of football when. Uh, if we don't make the playoffs and they think they'll be calling for Ryan Lowe's head, even though not many people expected us to be in the playoffs. But I just think regardless, uh, not to sound like Frankie McAvoy, but the true North End fans, the the honest North End fans will be, uh, will not be too disheartened. I think the true, I think the, I think the fans that know will see the potential of this team and what Ryan Lowe can do. And where he can take the squad, I just think it needs. I just think it needs everyone pulling in the same direction, Ryan Lowe included. And I just think the board needs to back him because I think the board should be looking at yeah. this going, "Oh, right, maybe if we just had a few more additions, because we are going to need additions in the summer. Let's not, let's not be around the bush here. Yeah, let's give, let's give yeah, Ryan exactly that. what he wants, and then hopefully get the fans back on side for another season." And go for it. Balls to the wall. Let's go for it. Yeah, you meant... That... He, he... Go on. Uh, no, like, I was just going to say, you did mention that. And, you know, I've, I've, I know I said that, there's probably not any negatives, but there's quite a lot of players out of contract this season. You know, you've got players like Cannon and Alvaro going back who've been two fantastic players for us. So, you know, we you probably look at next season is bit feeling a bit bare and having to replace these players who've been the mainsteads in our in our team. So that's probably the only negative that you're looking, you know, 
we're going to have to replace these players straight off the bat and we're going to have to manage to pull in players of the same calibre to be able to, you know, get get against the level that we were at. So that's probably the only negative and I can understand that. Um, mm -hmm. So realistically, you need to look to bring in some permanent signings, um, which oh, you're probably going to struggle to get uh, of Tom Cannon's and Alvaro Fernandez's calibre on permanent signings with the budgets that we do have in the Championship. Yeah, no, uh, I think this sets up nicely for our last question from Keith Harwood at Harwood Keith on Twitter. What's changed in the PNE side that has us believing in ourselves? We are a million miles from January and early Feb. Personally, Attacking football. Personally, for me, I just think we switched up the approach. I feel like Ryan Lowe yeah. has stopped being so. Was he stubborn? Mm. They weren't stubborn. He was. I being, think the approach uh, from Ryan Lowe. Football wise, was conservative, mm. and I feel like he didn't. And I feel like we, I don't think he really saw the potential. I don't, I think he's, I think he's seen the potential now, obviously, for us to go to this approach. But I think he's now seen the potential, like the the potential for attacking football, and he's trying it out. And look at us, we're scoring goals, and we're not conceding many. Yeah, yeah, we, um, we're, having, we're sort yeah, of in the best of want... both worlds. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think that I think like, I think if, even if, the players, I think even the players are looking at themselves and going, "We haven't been good enough." We got I, to fix I think this. What, what you look at it is if we went all guns blazing like we are now at the start of the season, and it went wrong throughout the thing throughout the entirety of the season, you'd be looked at and think, "What are you doing?" So he's obviously gone conservative and tried to remain, you know, nitpicking. Now, now obviously we're not going down, so I think he's probably opened up a bit and thought, you know what, let's give it a good go. And you know, the football we're playing now is superb and it's great to watch. So, yeah, um, the approach is a change of an yeah, it's a change of approach as you mentioned. You know, we've gone more attacking, we've gone, you know, to give the game back, and you know, we've gone to Making win every game. More... Making a lot more use yeah, of the width and creating chances from there. Yeah, we've got we've got we've gone to win every game, playing our own style rather than just wanting to you know potentially play them at their own game and maybe nick a goal. So we're playing our own style now because I think I think I think they're playing with confidence because they know we're solidified in the championship and you know we can have a real go for it. So you Nothing know they've lose, got the fans really. on the side now, especially, and I think that's a massive thing. Um, mm -hmm. Having the fan support, so how good was it know, to hear Ryan Lowe's Super Light Army? By the way, at the weekend, very yeah, good. Our, uh, I think our, it's our, WA. Yeah, not to be fair, not not heard uh, Ryan Lowe's Super White Army for a while. I, I don't think we've heard it. For, well, That's ever since Neil was, because I don't think I, I, don't, I don't think Frankie McAvoy ever got a Frankie McAvoy Super White Army. So. You know, the last time I probably heard that was Alex Neal. So it's good to hear, and it's good to know that the fans, you know, the majority of fans have, you know, Ryan Lowers, you know, their manager, and the the fully backing him. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 good to be a Preston fan at the moment, Jack. And you know, I've not said that in a long while. So let, let's keep the positivity going. Let's keep believing, and you know, mm -hmm. whatever happens, happens, and you know. But it might just be our season, but you know, surely we couldn't. 
I, 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 it's baffling me. We couldn't, really. Like, we couldn't, but we can. Like, it's just one of those, and I'm just, I, I just can't believe that we're in the situation that we are after this season. So, yeah, feeling positive, feeling fresh. Let's go to Millwall. Let's get the three points, take it game by game, and then, you know, the world's our oyster. Premier League's our dream. <laughs> Let's go and get it. Yeah, um, I would just yeah think uh, well said. Firstly, uh, first and foremost, I just think uh, we just need to get behind the lads. Now we got to get behind the manager. We have got to get behind everyone. We can't, you know, we can't just be negative now. I think everyone should be getting behind this. Everyone should be getting behind this team and. Uh, you know, um, I just think there's so like from the from where we were a few months ago to where we are now. The fuck it, uh, the, it's war again. Sorry, <laughs> might have, might as well have Tourette's at this point. Passion, but bloody passion. passion. Just think that we can't. You know, ah, uh, just that loose. Just can't that be loose. negative. We just can't be negative anymore. Yeah. I'm sick of it. I'm just sick of the negativity. Sick of it. I've been positive. I've been backing this manager for so long because I saw it. I saw what he was trying to do. But you know, apparently not apparently well, not many people people good. It's good to see that he's proved we, a lot of people wrong. He has. Proven a prop a um, lot of people wrong. And I think he is so competent as a championship manager that if he just gets what he's given next season, if we don't make the playoffs. Then we are surely contenders for it next season, but you know we gotta, you know, just get behind them now for the last for these last five. We've got a lot of chance, chance. Yeah, we have a chance. We have a genuine chance. We have Millwall, who are not in great form, albeit we're playing them at the Den. Not really a place we will get a win. Not really a place we usually get a win. But we can go for it. We can absolutely go for it. We're in how, how many games left? Five games left. Don't you mean Millwall? eight? Don't you mean eight? Eight games left. Sorry. Sorry, I see what you did there. <laughs> no, but on the real though, Sorry. we have Millwall, Swansea, Blackburn, Sheffield United, and Sunderland. Preferably, I want this playoff situation sorted by Sunderland. I am not going into the final day again like we did in 1718. Oh my god, Barnsley, yeah, what were you doing that day? Ah, uh, but blimey, I just think that we can't be negative now. We've got to fully get behind them. I think there is a genuine, genuine chance here. And, you know, let's Something just go special's for it. Something let's special, yeah. Happened. And, you know, let, let's take it game by game. You know, take it a bit. Five cup finals. We're talking like we're actually making an effect on the game here, Jack. And I know we're not. Take it game by game, and you know, obviously, the positivity will grow if we go and beat Millwall at the weekend. So, yeah, I mean, there's a, I don't know what else to say other than come on, you right. Uh, I mean, should we do there, our predictions? Prediction, Oliver Hart. 2 0 PE. 2 0 PE mm. this weekend. I will go 2 1 PE. I think we go two goals up. Two We'll go two goals up, 
and they'll snatch one back late on, and everyone will be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Tweak one time. Mm. But I think we'll see it through. Well, um, I, I think we've got to, you know, obviously we've got to, you know, Millwall will be looking to bounce back. They do have some good attack attacking players, and uh, I feel like we just we just got to go there, play our own game. We can't, we can't match them. We can't match them in terms of their approach. We got to go there and just do what we've been doing for the past few games, because you know it's working. It is working. It is, and um, what what I will say is a final point is, you know, going to Millwall um, right now. Let's keep our keep our feet on level ground on the ground you know take it game by game because I'm guessing this is what's happening and you know something special may may be coming with it and you know let, let fingers crossed by ne- next week's recording we're speaking after another win um, but yeah I mean unless you've got anything else to say Jack um, we can get we can give a little say so about our uh, partners pundit and then yeah but first of all Thank you, listeners, once again for listening to the Bob High podcast. And you know we are we are finally back. I know Jack's doing some fantastic work on social media. So if you're not following the Butter Pie podcast on Twitter, uh, make sure you do at the Butter Pie Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Jack's doing a fantastic job on there, and I, I think you oh, mentioned we're, you. we're we're close to nine hundred followers. So yeah, we're twenty we off nine hundred followers. Yeah, fingers crossed we can get to a thousand followers soon. Um, but yeah, also, if you're looking for a football trivia game, because, I mean, who doesn't want to know about football trivia? Um, uh, our good friends at Pundit Games, um, I do have a fantastic board game, and I are doing a sale. If you use the code BPP10, that is uh, Bravo, Bravo, let's say Peacock, Peacock 10, Um in the discount code, you'll get ten percent off. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know why. I, I, could, I should have said parrot really because of P and E, shouldn't I? I should have said who starts with B uh, for P and E. Last name we get starts with B. Uh, just go Bambo, Bambo parrot parrot. Bambo ten. parrot parrot ten, and you get ten percent off. There you <laughs> go. And not <laughs> only, awesome, are you, yeah. and not only are you helping them out, you're also helping us out. So. You know, support yeah, you know, support, support, in... support your local podcast. You know what I mean. <laughs> I can finally start paying Jack for his lovely work on social media. Um, but yeah, um, thank you once again, listeners, for listening, and we will see you next week for another episode of the Butterfly Podcast. Cheers, Jack. Cheers, mate.